ഓം നമോ ഭഗവതെ വാസുദേവായ Lord Shri Krishna thus thinking to himself established Maharaj Yudhishthira in the position of supreme control of the world in order to show the ideal of administration on the path of piety text 17 utarayam dhrita purur vamsha sadvabhimanyuyana savaidron yastra samplushta The embryo of Puru's descendant begotten by the great hero Abhimanyu in the womb of Uttara, his wife, was burnt by the weapon of the son of Drona, but later he was again protected by the Lord. Purport, the embryonic body of Parikshit, which was in formation after Uttara's pregnancy by Abhimanyu, the great hero, was burned by the Brahmastra of Ashvatthama. But a second body was given by the Lord within the womb and thus the descendant of Puru was saved. This incident is the direct proof that the body and the living entity the spiritual spark are different. When the living entity takes shelter in the womb of a woman through the injection of the semen of a man there is an emulsification of the man's and woman's discharges and thus a body is formed the size of a pea gradually developing into a complete body. But if the developing embryo is destroyed in some way or other the living entity has to take shelter in another body or in the womb of another woman the particular living entity who was selected to be the descendant of maharaj puru or the pandavas was not an ordinary living entity and by the superior will of the lord he was destined to be the successor to maharaj yudhishthira therefore when ashvatthama destroyed the embryo of maharaj parikshit the lord by his own internal potency entered into the womb of uttara by his plenary portion just to give audience to the, to the would be maharaj parikshit who was in great danger by his appearance within the womb the lord encouraged the child and gave him complete protection in a new body by his omnipotency by his power of omnipresence he was present both inside and outside of uttara and other members of the pandava family this is recollection in summary of the pastimes of the supreme lord krishna out of vrindavan within vrindavan outside vrindavan there's a distinct difference between the pastimes within vrindavan and outside of vrindavan although they are uh, basically of the same quality but the, the quality of sweetness is more prominent in vrindavan so these are the pastimes outside of vrindavan which are not non-sweet and also sweet but outside of Vrindavan uh, Krishna is more involved in activities of maintenance of the situation here we find that he is saving the 
embryonic body of Parikshit within the womb of his mother, which is to maintain the proper order within the planet by making sure that Parikshit was saved. He was supposed to rule in the same line as in the previous verse we're reading, Dharma Jam, Yudhishthir, who was born of Dharma, both literally and figuratively. He was born of Dharma, Dharmaraj, Yamaraj, the personality of Dharma. And he was born of Dharma figuratively in as much as he was also practically the personification of religious principles, even in the presence of Krishna. Prabhupada mentioned in one purport that Ramchandra and Yudhishthir, there was no difference in their, their adherence to religious principles. They were equally adherent. Still there's a difference between Ram and Yudhishthir. That Yudhishthir is not worshipped in the same way as Ram. Even though Yudhishthir is as religious as Ram, Ram is still the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Yudhishthir is the servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So Ram is known as Maryada Purushottam, the Supreme Personality of Godhead who establishes a proper behavior within this world. And Krishna is known as Prem Purushottam, the Supreme Personality of Godhead who teaches the ultimate principle of Dharma which is simply pure love of himself, which transcends ordinary religious principles. Therefore, Krishna says, Savadhaman Parityadja Mamekam Sharanam Madhya. It's a wonderful thing that Krishna, who comes to this world, Dharma Samsthapanarthaya Sambhavami Yuga Yuga. He comes to establish religious principles, but then he says, having said that, and discuss so much about Dharma throughout the Gita, he eventually says, Savadhaman Parityadja, give up all religious principles. Maamekam Sharanam Madhya. So, does it mean that Krishna is actually rejecting dharma? No. But he is establishing what is the topmost dharma, as is described here in the Bhagavatam. Bhagavatam begins, it's said that the teachings of Bhagavatam begin where the Bhagavad Gita leaves off. So, in the beginning of Bhagavatam, it's stated, Savai pung sang paro dharma yato bhakti pratihata yayatma What will actually satisfy the soul? Arjuna was dissatisfied, therefore he approached Krishna to solve his quandary. And Krishna said to give up all varieties of religion and just surrender to me. And that is further explained, Savai Pungsang Paro Dharma, the topmost religious principle for all living beings, is unmotivated, uninterrupted devotional service to the transcendent law. This will satisfy the self, the transcendent law. Dharma is generally executed on the material platform. The, the, generally the rules of Dharma, Varnashram Dharma, which are again divided as Brahma Dharma, Shatra Dharma, Vaisha Dharma, Shudra Dharma, Sri Dharma, the rules and regulations for the different castes and for women, these are stated. So these are meant to elevate one to the transcendental position. But simply by following Varnashram Dharma, one cannot, in and of itself, it doesn't lead to, it doesn't give the highest religious principle which is surrendered to Krishna. 
although it's of some use in preparing one for elevation to the highest platform. It's meant for that. But unless one, after following all the rules of Varnashram, unless one comes to the standard of Krishna consciousness, then it's all a waste of time. I stated in that same chapter, that second chapter of the Bhagavatam, in the first canto, when the sages have asked different questions about dharma, what is the duty, what is the topmost dharma they wanted to know. So that was succinctly but most uh, definitively described by Sutta Goswami, we find in the second chapter of, of Bhagavatam, that even if one executes all his religious principles very nicely, but he doesn't come to the point of Krishna consciousness, it's just a waste of time. Who knows that verse, important verse? Nishrama evi kevalam. Well, try and remember. Does anyone know the first line? You have to know what is Shrama Eva Hikavalam. Just to say Shrama Eva Hikavalam, that means just work. If you say Shrama Eva Hikavalam, you could use that as a slogan that Shrama Eva Hikavalam. Yes, everyone, the only thing is work. Only work. This is opposite to our philosophy. So what? Uh, okay, alright, what's the first line? It's, it's, the, it's the point we're discussing. Dharma Dharma Svanushtita Pongsam Vishvaksena Katasuyaha Nodpadi Yadyatinatim Shrama Ibiki. So this is the way it is a discussion about dharma or duties. So if one performs his duties very nicely but doesn't gain a taste for hearing and chanting about Krishna, then it's then it simply works. So Vanashram is meant to lead to one to the point of loving Krishna, developing a taste for Krishna consciousness. Without that, it's simply work. So don't preach to people, Shrama Eva Ikevalam, that's Vivekananda's philosophy. Manava Savers, Madhava Savers, work. Work hard for the country, this is. Work for Krishna, but that is dharma. So this is establishing what is dharma, and uh, Krishna, here there are so many examples, Krishna's Leela establishes uh, what is the highest dharma. Here we see he's protecting Parikshit because he's a pious king and at the same time he's protecting him because he's he's great devotee. So both purposes are there. You can say functional as one for the sake of maintaining the universe or the planetary order, order within the planet. Another is because Krishna, he protects his devotees. As Krishna states in Bhagavad Gita, what does he say? Krishna declares that his devotee Name Bhakta Pranashati Kontaya Patijani Name Bhakta Pranashati Or actually he asks Arjuna to declare You declare Because Krishna, Prabhupada explained why He has asked Arjuna to declare Everything he is saying himself in Gita But this point, because it's most important He's asking Arjuna, you tell this why? Because others may not believe Krishna, because he's known as a thief, a cheat, a liar, and so many different things. From the external point of view, Krishna appears to be immoral. But actually, he has the highest morality, because he is prepared to violate the principles of dharma for this purpose. 
Krishna's highest dharma is protection of his devotees. That is his highest principle. And to do that, he is prepared to violate other principles. Just like he promised he wouldn't fight at Kurukshetra. But Bhishma said that either Krishna is going to either Arjuna's promise so either Arjuna will be killed or and Krishna already promised before the, in the Bhagavad Gita before the fight start that Krishna he will always protect his devotees so either way Krishna Bhishma said Krishna has to break his promise I'm going to force him either his promise to protect his devotee will be finished or his promise not to fight will be finished now we'll see so Krishna had to choose and there's no question he didn't choose he he all this talk about not fighting forget it Bhishma is going to kill Arjuna I have to protect I have to attack Bhishma so he did so this shows that Krishna even his highest principle is to protect his devotee which he's doing by protecting Parikshit also this is his highest principle that is the highest dharma from the devotee's point of view the highest dharma is to fully surrender to Krishna without any personal consideration and the gopis are considered the topmost devotees because they gave up they gave up even the highest principle of dharma which is to be chaste wives to surrender to Krishna they rejected their husbands and surrendered to Krishna although understanding from the point of view of the highest dharma or actual dharma Actually, the gopis were the, or are the most chaste women because any woman who thinks that this is my husband, on the material platform, that's very good. But on the spiritual platform, we should understand that husband, wife, all this, it's all temporary. And the real husband, friend, lover, mother, father, everything, all in all, is Krishna. So as the topmost devotees, they... they apparently transgress the principles of religion, of worldly religion, but that is their demonstration of their surrender to Krishna. They become the topmost devotees. So Krishna also, he transgresses the worldly religion, not all the time, but when required for the sake of, especially for the sake of protecting his devotees. He's prepared to do anything. So this shows Krishna's swadharma, his highest dharma, of protecting his devotees. And Yudhishthira Maharaj he understood the principle of religion, but he was very pious, pure devotee, but he was very much on the, in the mood of following all the worldly principles of religion. That's why Krishna told him that you should say that Ashvatthama has been killed. Because before the fight, Yudhishthira, being a very cultured person, he went to all the great leaders on the, just, to, just before the battle was to begin he went to all the great leaders of the Kaurava forces or those who are lined up with the Kauravas and asked for their blessings you please bless me now I'm going to fight you please bless me that I can fight very nicely and please also tell me how can you be killed so he asked Dronach because he had to kill him so, uh, they come for killing they not come for uh, playing tiddlywinks you don't know what that is anyway so uh, it was serious they were, they were out to kill each other still he was asking blessings Guru's duty is to give blessings so he asked Drona his guru one of his gurus fighting guru 
How can I kill you? So he said, How can you be killed? He said, I cannot be killed. As long as Ashwatthama is alive, I cannot be killed. Only if he is killed and out of disappointment, I can also be killed. Otherwise, you're not going to kill me. So then he asked Ashwatthama, How can you be killed? He said, I'm not going to be killed. You're not, there's no way you're going to kill me. When this fight is over, I'm still going to be here. So then what to do? Drona can't be killed either. So then uh, Krishna told that Drona was causing havoc in the Pandava forces, killing so many people, left, right, center, up, down, all, all directions. So Krishna thought we have to kill him. So how to kill him? He can't be killed unless, Ash- unless out of disappointment he sees Ashvatthama has died. So then we can't kill Ashvatthama, so we have to just pretend he's... We have to trick him. So then Krishna told Yudhishthira, you, you call out Ashvatthama is, di- is dead. And uh, Yudhishthira said, well... I, I can't do that. I never told a lie in my life. And then Krishna said, that's why you have to do it. Because Drona will only believe you. He won't believe anyone else. Because everyone else is a liar. We're all Kshatriyas. Kshatriyas are giving to, given to lying. At least to boast. Very least to boasting. They will say, you see, I'm so, I killed so many. They'll go, you know, some fight. They kill two people. They say they killed 20 people. Like this. Kshatriyas are boasting. Or they'll say, I can, I can single-handedly defeat, as a nature, I can single-handedly defeat 50 people, or whatever it may be. They are different. Maharati can kill how many people? He can fight with a thousand by himself. Rati is one who can fight with one other chariot. Ardharati means he can't even fight. He needs some help. You need someone else to help him. So, uh, <coughs> Yudhishthira thought, I can't tell a lie. But Krishna, on the higher principle, that we have to win the battle. By any means. Because we are fighting for dharma. So even within the, the execution of dharma, there is apparent adharma may come. There's no perfect dharma in this world. There's nothing. You can't live a, a perfectly ideal Life. There's no way you can live in this world without doing something wrong. But you can live an ideal life if we fully surrender to Krishna. Because everything in this world that Krishna says, that Sadosha Mati Natyajet, everything in this world, there is some fault. Everything we do. How does that verse begin? Sadosha Mati Natyajet. Savarambahi Doshena. In every endeavor, there is some fault. But because of that, we shouldn't give it up. If we think that, well, there's something wrong here, then you can't do anything. You cannot do anything. If you think, I shall only act in such a way that no one will... Sometimes we hear people say, I'm li- I don't believe in God, but I'm living a very good life. I don't do any harm to anyone. It's not true. If you walk on the road, you'll kill some ants. And if you become a Jain sadhu and sweep the path, by sweeping the path, you're also disturbing the, the micro, the little insects. You may kill them by sweeping them also. By breathing, automatically by so many joints, by eating, by lighting a fire, 
That's Panchasuna, that's described in Manu Samhita. In the home there are five kinds of slaughterhouse. In everyone's home, when you're, when you're burning the fire, then so many bugs may be killed. When you sweep the floor, so many bugs may be killed. When you bring water from the well, just by doing that, so many bugs. When you're grinding, two kinds of grinders, that makes five. Two kinds. So that also, you may kill so many microscopic living beings. So you can't, even if you want to live a most pious life, some, imp, some impiety, that's the nature of this world, something you're going to do wrong. And even if you try your best to please everybody, someone's going to be upset. The example Prabhupada gave, Mahatma Gandhi, he wanted to please everybody. But you can't do it. He thought we should be nice to the Muslims, but then the, uh, the RSS and God say he didn't, they didn't like it. Let us be nice to the Muslims. Give them their own country. And then they got their own country, but we're not going to give them any weapons or money. Gandhi said, no, give them the weapons. And immediately, what did they do? Attack India. So Gandhi thought we will be very nice to everybody. But uh, let us be fair to Pakistan. Give them the weapons. And immediately, he's being nice to everybody. Immediately, Pakistan attacked India and killed so many people. So he wanted to be nice to everybody, but uh, certain people were not happy with him. You can't please everybody. That's why they shot him, because they were unhappy with him. You can't please everybody. It's not possible. It's not possible to make everyone satisfied in this material world. Therefore, instead of trying to make everyone satisfied, which is not possible, we should try to satisfy Krishna. That will make everyone satisfied. That has the potency to make everyone satisfied. Those who are against Krishna, they are unhappy when Krishna is satisfied. Certain people, when you chant the name of Krishna, they don't like it. They are unhappy. Certain people, if we propose, we shall build a temple, they are unhappy. No. Why should we build a temple? Build a factory. Better to build a factory. Never mind they are closing them all down. Just out in this Vital Udyognaga. They are closing them down. But the idea we should have more factories. This will actually benefit people. This was Vivekananda Nehru, their idea. That what is the benefit of... A, Indian people are misled, they used to say. They are building so many temples. What is the use of a temple? People are thinking the temple, that will be for our Kalyan. That will benefit us if we have a temple. They are thinking, no, you have to be practical. Build a factory. That will actually benefit us. But they don't know because they are murha, means foolish rascal. They don't know what is the actual benefit because they don't know what is going on in this world. That is described by Krishna in Bhagavad Gita that utkramantam sthitam vapi bhunjanam vagunam vitam vimurha nanu pasyanti pasyanti jnana chakshushaha that they don't see how we are trying. The living entity is giving up one body and getting another body and enjoying the fruits of his previous activities. They're vimurha. They don't know. They, not, they don't have jnana chakshu. They simply see what is here now. That we need bread. We need food. So make a factory. 
How does that work? Food doesn't come from a factory. But they're thinking we have to improve the economy. It's uh, materialistic people, they only see here and now. Same example, the communists, the Bolsheviks in Russia at the time of the Russian Revolution. They would go in the countryside with horse and cart. And on the, on the cart, they would keep so many loaves of bread. So the people would come out of the church. In every village there were churches. People would come out of church and they say, well, what did you pray in the church? So the most famous Christian prayer is, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. They're praying to God to give you bread. So they said, this is how we are praying. So they said, well, did God give you any bread? No. So why don't you ask us? Uh, so they said, uh, our communists who are not in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth and there is no heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Okay, here it is. So give up praying to God and pray to the communists. Better to be a communist. So foolish people, they, have, they, are, they are agyani. They don't have knowledge. They're not seeing with the eye of Shastra. Jnana Chakshu means Shastra Chakshu. We should see with the eye of Shastra. Seeing the, with the eye of Shastra, then we understand Krishna's hand in everything. What is going on behind? Just like a simple example, you see the plane flying in the sky. And you may think, well, it's just flying automatically. But uh, someone who's learned knows that there's a pilot inside. A plane doesn't just fly automatically like that. Of course, you have computer-guided reconnaissance planes nowadays. But that's also, there's someone at the computer controls guiding it. In other words, we may not be able to see the controller, but that doesn't mean there's not a controller. People say, show me God. And if you don't show him, that means they say that doesn't, he, he doesn't exist. Well, that is foolish. Just like we're sitting here in Vallabhidyanaga. And if I say, well, the Prime Minister, and you say, what Prime Minister? I don't believe in any Prime Minister. Show me the Prime Minister. And you say, well, you know, he, he's, uh, where is he nowadays? Is he in Delhi? or Probably in Delhi. Huh? So if you say, well, he's not here, he's in Delhi. I don't believe in any Delhi. I haven't been to Delhi. Why should I believe in it? You say you've been to Delhi. So what? I haven't been there. I don't have to believe in it. I don't believe in any God. I don't believe in any Prime Minister. So you can say like that, but you're just a fool, that's all. So you may say that, well, it's different example because, you know, you can go to Delhi and see the Prime Minister. Or uh, what's the proof? How do you know? Have you seen the Prime Minister? You say, with... Well, you may say, well, there are so many people who have seen the Prime Minister. So many people have seen God. Why don't you believe them? Why not? What's the difficulty? Because they are vimurha, big rascal. They don't want to believe. So here we are hearing about the personality of Godhead. His activities. In summary. They are being summed up. It's very nice for the devotees to recall the pastimes of the Lord briefly elaborately and briefly either way elaborately we should study and then sometimes if we briefly hear 
then it, it brings to mind all those pastimes. It's very pleasing to the devotees. Just like there are different names of the Lord, like Giridhari. Now if you study Krishna's Giridhari Leela, how he's picking up the Govardhan Hill, and it's not just picking up, it's not like a weightlifting championship or something like this. There's a, if there's a weightlifting championship, there's nothing to report. Simply he picked it up and he put it down again. <laughs> That's all. There's nothing special. It's, I mean, why people get excited about this, I don't know. But within Krishna's leela of lifting the Govardhan hill, there are so many points. How he's protecting his devotees, how he's showing Indra what a fool he is. And then while all the Brajavasis are under the Govardhan hill, how Krishna is interrelating with them. And how the cowherd boys, they're telling Krishna, you must be tired now, so let us hold it, because they're thinking, he's just the same as us, We're, he's just the same age as us, if he can hold it, we can hold it. So there are so many different leelas which are going on, and as we study and hear about this, and when we hear the name Giridhari, then the whole Damadal, the whole uh, Giridhari leela comes to mind. Same thing, if we hear the name Damadal, then we hear, we hear all the different points. How Krishna is so merciful to Mother Yashoda. Such mercy was never shown to, even to Brahma or Shiva. The great yogis, they're trying to tie up Krishna. They're, they're, sorry, they're trying to see Krishna. But they can hardly see Krishna. Mother Yashoda is not only seeing, but she's tying him up. The yogis are praying to Krishna for mukti, but Mother Yashoda is making him bound up. He gives liberation. But Mother Yashoda ties up Krishna and then afterwards she gives him liberation by releasing him. So just by remembering, that's why it's important to remember all the different, there's so many important names of Krishna. So we can remember the names of Krishna. Here Krishna is protecting his devotees. Most important. How Krishna, there are many names of Krishna such as Ah, Srishti Karta, the creator of the universe. Vishveshvara, generally we think this is, or Vishvanath, generally we think this is the name of Lord Shiva, but actually, ultimately it's the name of Krishna. Ishvara, Parameshvara, again we think these are names of Lord Shiva, but ultimately these are names of Krishna. So these are names, alright, they're names, but more dear to Krishna himself and more dear to the devotees are names like Madhava, Govinda, Damada, Kesha, Krishna, Giridhari, Gopal, because they relate to how Krishna is interacting with his devotees, how he's pleasing his devotees. Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? Krishna has unlimited names. So they're existing, yes, but you may not find the end of them. Uh, yes, it's not that when you enter the...